Now this is Hollywood Unlocked. What up, everybody? It's Hollywood Unlocked and Censored. I'm Jason Lee. I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yep, it's DJ Damage. Yeah, we have a real legend in the building, Deborah mm -hmm. Cox. Hey. I don't know how this happened, but uh, <laughs> thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you. I know, amidst all the crazy stuff going on. No, but just the fact that you're yeah. a legend. I mean, with the last legend we had here was John, but you're like an R&B <laughs> pop legend. Thank you. Is thank legend you. okay? Is that a respect? Legend is okay. I'm living it, owning it. Iconic. And, and yes. I, lo you. I love iconic and I love legend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what? I think a lot of the times we, um, we don't like to take credit for the work that we've done. I mean, I've always grown up to be, I've always had this idea of, I've always grown up to be this humble, you know, wear mm -hmm. your humility, always be humble and stuff. And it's cool. But sometimes you have to big up your chest. You have to yeah. big, up big, your up. Chest. You know, big up yourself. You know what I mean? No, because I mean, I feel like some people um, don't like the word legend or icon because they feel like it's a dated like thing. Them. But I feel right. like- you I could... used to feel like that. Really? I used to think that. Yeah. And, and, and again, that stupid- like, when are we going to celebrate our accomplishments? Mm -hmm. right. when are mm -hmm. we, you know what I mean? Like, we can wait till, you know, we really can't do nothing. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? No. This is the time to celebrate all the experiences, all the people that I've inspired and touched and, you know, um, yeah, so... I own it. I well, own besides, it. Yeah. besides you being a legend, I'm excited because you're a hometown hero. We're both from Toronto. I did not here we know go. this. What? Here we go. Canada's taking over. Damn it. Let's just sit here and wait till it's done. I love it. No, you have no you're idea. From Toronto? I'm from, born and raised. I I went to Me Oak, too. I went to Oakwood Collegiate. Oh, I, I live. Oh, I live. Wow. Hey, okay, shut so up. Oakwood, Listen, Oakwood you guys do this legit. whenever somebody from Stockton or the Bay is here. Right. So give me a couple of minutes. We need a moment. all two people for all our listeners in Compton. Just hold on a minute. Go ahead. Okay, so yeah. I grew up around Dufferin and Eglinton. Yes, that's 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 a real. So you know where I know where that is. Okay. Yeah, Dufferin and Eglinton. Yes, my father. My father's from Barbados. So yeah, no, I heard the guy and yeah, Beijing Queen. Yeah, That is a very hard accent. Are y'all bringing out the Canadian accent? I'm like, I'm like, well, see, we have to keep the uh, we have to keep the conversation in English because the coronavirus is spread, <laughs> you know and I don't want to switch up the energy. <laughs> No, no I, I love it. How um, long have you been here? I've been here. My anniversary is September 11th. I got here oh, the wow. year before the towers came down. Oh my god! And when uh, the towers and when the towers came down, everybody from Toronto was calling me. They're like, "Are you coming are home you now?" Good? I was right. like, "They're gonna have to bomb my house. I'm not coming back." <laughs> not happening. Is there something about being from Toronto? And you're mm -hmm. like, "We're really proud mm -hmm. of being from Toronto and being Canadians." Yeah. But once. You get out. Once you, know. you leave, it's a different energy. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's a grind that happens in New York and L.A., mm -hmm. Chicago. You know what I mean? Certain mm -hmm. cities. And Toronto has a different kind of grind. It's yeah. a different mm -hmm. kind of thing. And the so, whole thing about you not wanting to celebrate your, you know, your accomplishments, accomplishments and stuff, yeah. that's because we always downplay we're, our, we're Canadian. Yeah. We're really pragmatic <laughs> and, and really sensible. Nice. And we're really nice. Yeah. You know, like when you step on our foot, we say sorry. Um, not everybody. <laughs> Everybody in Toronto ain't nice. Okay, well, I've right. been up there. We're, we're a different breed. <laughs> okay. okay, we're a different breed. I can't really speak for the youngins now because yeah, it's different. Well, 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 different. well let's language. be clear. We're all still young. I mean, yes. we're relative. Yeah, we're all the same age. Young. Okay. I'm talking about like the but let me teenagers. Say, let me say 20s something. Right. For people that don't get twenties, uh, for people who don't have the privilege of sitting this close to Deborah Cox, it's too bad. Uh, but <laughs> you have great skin and you're very Thank beautiful. You. Thanks so much. And you just Thank walked you. in the room. So typically, we um, our guests are typically late. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but Deborah came Deborah, early today. Yeah. Door just opened. With and no Deborah, entourage. She just came in. Like she just walked in. We were like, "Oh, hey. hi." Uh, we're no, it's not ready. So is that humility is. thing? Is that a Toronto thing? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think it's definitely a Canadian thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny because I met another Canadian at Michael Costello's uh, design mm-hmm. uh, at his showroom, mm-hmm. and she was so low key, chill, relaxed, you know. And she's like been on like five Netflix <laughs> movies mm-hmm. and just, you know, killing it. And yeah. she's just like, yeah, you're, you're from... And we got to talking and the girl is, you know, just, again, just real level-headed, cool. And she was talking about the 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 cool part of having this anonymity mm-hmm. where she is completely anonymous here, but if she, if she goes to, you know, Italy or anywhere mm-hmm. abroad, she, you know, they know her from all of her shows. And as a Canadian, that's kind of the 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 duality of mm-hmm. it. Because as a Canadian, you're like you you know you can live amongst all the celebrity life and the Hollywood life, but you're not caught up in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can just you know you can you're good. Whenever people would say, Melissa, you're so grounded, stay yeah. that way. I'm like, I don't have a choice. You I'm Canadian. No choice. You don't know any other way. It's I'm Canadian. That's yeah. always mm-hmm. the answer. It's true. So speaking of staying grounded, you've worked with um, some of the best of them. So Tamia, mm-hmm. Kelly mm-hmm. Price, and Whitney mm-hmm. Houston. Mm-hmm. I did a party with Whitney, and uh, oh. and she died the next day. That was our connection because I. Didn't know your yeah, I didn't know your relationship with, with Whitney. So being around all these other greats and you being so great, who do you like? Like who are you a fan of? That's a good question. I'm a fan of the people that are not in front of the camera. Mm. I'm a fan of the people that can hold it down and not all the time get the recognition that they deserve. So like the background vocalists? Background vocalists, the ones that have sung backgrounds for people who were singing the lead, supposed to be singing the leads, mm-hmm. who are the ones who have made a pact with the industry to stay in in the cut. In the so background, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, to stay in the cut in order to, to see someone else move forward. You know what I mean? Like I those would, are I the wouldn't kind make of, that Those sac- kind of people, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I mean, make that sacrifice. No, at some point, it's like, you know, you know, but... You know, I've met I've met everybody. I've met kings and queens. I've met, you know, I've met everybody. I've met. Have you met Sultans Michelle Obama and, yet? Yes. Have you really? Mm-hmm. You guys kind of seem have a similar. Um, Canadian. Canadian. Oh, she's not Canadian. Oh, she's not Canadian. <laughs> Michelle Obama. She's from oh, Chicago. Oh, she might as well be from Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Mm. She's she from Chicago. Okay. So yeah, she yeah, might yeah. as no. well be Canadian. That's not the it's same cold. thing. I mean, it's freezing. It's cold as hell. <laughs> it's Chicago and Toronto. Is, yes. Have you seen the snow? I mean, maybe not this year. As but. a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I was in Chicago one time in the winter, and I was like, okay, I thought it was cold in Canada. Yes. <laughs> this yes. is some next level it's shit. It's other thing. Yeah, it was yeah. insanity. You can never get used to mm-hmm. it. So you've been performing since 12 years old. <laughs> Did you know, like, your whole life was this just plan A? There was no plan B? That this is what yes. you wanted to do? Absolutely. Really? I knew. I knew... I was probably about six or seven. I knew that singing, I mean, it was something, I just knew I had a different voice from everybody else. Mm-hmm. I was singing in talent shows. I was doing commercial jingles. I was doing all that stuff. I was grinding. I was in bands. I was a background singer. I was doing it all. And I knew that music was something that I wanted to do. It was, it was going to help me get out of the situation that I was in, which mm-hmm. was, you know, um, you know, a little bit of, you know, the dys- dysfunctional family kind of thing and the certain dynamics and, and being poor. I just hated not having you know, other opportunities like other people. Mm-hmm. So I knew that music was going to be the way out. Did you think it would take you all over the world? Um, Did you think it was going to take you out I mean, of Canada just, in the beginning? 
Oh, wow. I always saw myself out of there, but mm -hmm. I didn't know how it was going to happen. Yeah. Because we had no black radio. We had no soul. We had no... Please There tell was him. nobody that I could look to and say, I want to do that. It was Whitney that I saw um, on a show. I heard her voice and that was a game changer. I was like, who is that? That's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that was the only reference that I had. Yeah. And so it just became my path. So I recently saw Shaka Khan in Chicago at the um, All-Star Game, and I had said to her, because I had never, I had met her before, but I never had a conversation with her, and I yeah. said, I really like how she held Whitney down when she passed away. Like, she was one of the most public vocal mm -hmm. voices in music to say, hey, like, let's, I'm not going to let the media define Whitney Houston. I'm going right. to tell you how she was this, she was that. Did you, when you saw how the media um, treated her in her passing, yeah. what did you think? I mean, I just thought they were vultures, you know? I think people forgot that this was a human being, that this is a person that took a lot on her shoulders to, you know, create this amazing legacy of music and stuff, and she was just shit on, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that bothered me and that frustrated me as a fan, as a person who loved her music, as a person who was inspired by her. And so when the opportunity came to do, um, it was a Lifetime movie, came, you know, uh, and Angela called Angela Bassett called me to do it. See, yeah, she I just said, threw that name out, Angela Bassett. I need <laughs> my good to. friend, who's one, who's my favorite actress I mean, in the world. She's queen, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I hold that my our friendship, and so I revere our friendship and respect it. You know what I mean? Um, so when she called me to do the vocals, mm -hmm. I was like, absolutely. I mean, this woman needs to be celebrated, and mm -hmm. so. We did the best that we could with the time that we had, with the with the with what we had to 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 work with. And I went and I sang. Well, I think it was six songs. We did it, knocked it out, and um, and then the Bodyguard musical came Ooh. maybe six seven months later. You see, everybody's not so called different. to sing Whitney Houston. Yeah, I mean, right. Tanache's not getting that call. Right, I got you. <laughs> She's but I, not. you know, I think <laughs> I think that it's really um, you know it's about the heart, you know, and I think people know that the heart that I have for her. People know the respect and admiration. Mm -hmm. And so I think a part of that went into, you know, the call, you know. Mm -hmm. And also the fact that you're not a studio singer. You right. are an official singer. <laughs> like, right. Sang. <laughs> the breaks off. Mm, a thank you. Yeah. Do you? Well, you know, I studied, you know, I studied and I and you I worked with Celine too, it. right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And she was the one who taught me about discipline, you know, that you can't smoke and drink. Look. There's people that can do all of that and still sing and be okay. That's not me. I can't do all of that. I need to have voice rest. I need to make sure I have rest. I need to drink tons of water. There's a lot that goes into what I do. Mm -hmm. And so I, again, respect it, respect the craft, and put my time in, in learning how to create and do certain things, um, you know, to try and create the essence of, of, of her voice mm -hmm. when I need to mm -hmm. and when I'm asked to. And, and then I... Leave it there, and then I do Deborah Cox. What do you think about the Whitney Houston hologram? <laughs> and I spoke to you know the family. I, saw, I just recently saw them at a function and mm. stuff. And I think you know who Pat Houston. I yeah, both her and uh, and Ulysses. And it's like I don't know the position that they're in, so and I can't speak on them. I know that there are a lot of people that miss her music, mm -hmm. that miss her presence, that miss her. Her star shining, you know, and um, and I don't know what they're getting from that show, mm -hmm. so I can't say that it's right or wrong, you know. Um, 
And I don't know all the dynamics that go into the because you know this business. Mm -hmm. It's very, very. There's a lot. Mm -hmm. It's complicated. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that's would you, it. Would, if, after it's all said and done, would you want a Deborah Cox hologram show? If I, for me, no, I wouldn't want no. Mm -hmm. Why not? I don't think it would serve. Well, you know, I you'd never say never, never say never. You know what? I I again, I, you don't know what. You don't what know what it's, you are. don't know what the circumstances are. You don't know how it's serving the people who are who are fans. Yeah. You don't know what that does for people. I mean, yeah. After, after, just strictly after, from a fan point of view. From after, a fan after watch, point of view. After watching Beyonce Homecoming Live, like standing there watching it, I could never go back and watch yeah, Beyonce and watch hologram. Something. Be, yeah. yeah. But no, I, I get that. I remember when they did the Tupac hologram, and I thought it was disrespectful. Dope. I thought and it was that's dope. The thing. I'm see, talking about as a fan looking at. Just not the business of it. Yeah. Missing Tupac and so so many people not being able to experience that, you know, that superstar power. It was just yeah. dope to see him on the stage. Like, you know, it was dope. And that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. These fans, these people that love the music, the art of it, you can't speak for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So there's an example right there of someone that was, you know, you loved it. Yeah. You loved the show. Mm -hmm. you know? so, so you sang for, uh, with Celine. Mm -hmm. You've sang with Whitney. You've sung Whitney's songs. Uh, you've performed with all these people. When you look at R&B singers of today, mm -hmm. do you kind of look at them and just go, what is this microwavable bullshit that the industry is spitting out? <laughs> yeah, that's not what I say. No, I, no, that's what, no. <laughs> no, that's what I say. That no. ain't what I say. Oh. Well, no, because I'm yeah. just trying he to said, Do you... <laughs> No, no, because I, I think of like, okay, the party we had with Whitney the mm -hmm. day before she died, it was Whitney Houston, Faith Evans, Kiki Wyatt, Anthony Hamilton. Some sangers. Elle DeBarge. Um, Kel, uh, uh, who else was, I mean, uh, Monif. It was just like a bunch of real singing. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I, I'm a huge R&B fan. I'm right. R&B before hip hop. R&B and church, like that's just my thing. Um, do you, what's changed? I mean, a lot has changed. A lot has changed. But the times have changed. <laughs> you know what I mean? We have to learn to move with the times and accept that the times are going to change. Every day we're getting older. Every day shit's changing. Mm -hmm. And it's inevitable. So we have to learn to embrace it and try to be there for the ones that are coming up, that are new, that are trying to figure themselves out. You know what I mean? And... Um, and help them work through the transition of it all because mm -hmm. that part of it is really difficult and tough, you know. And I think for these new artists that are coming up, we've got to continue to celebrate the the, the pioneers that are still here, Facts. Mm -hmm. so that they know who to look to. Like we need mm -hmm. to inform them; mm -hmm. they're just not informed. Mm -hmm. The new, you know, some of the new school artists, yeah. they're just not, and, lot, that, and that's not yeah. their fault. Is, mm -hmm. is it common for someone like a Deborah Cox to reach out to like a young R and B star that you think is promising or yeah. that you enjoy? Yeah, is, there, is, is there that anyone you're mentoring the at the time? I. I can mentor, I can mentor when I have the platform to do so. Mm -hmm. So, case in point, I have new music out right now. I need y'all to support it. Right. <laughs> you know Done. what I mean? Like, I need radio, I need all the DSPs to get on board, play it, play mm -hmm. the shit, you know what I mean? So that I can, can, so I can do what I do. If you want me to help lead and support, I need that support as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, because I'm not dead yet. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not, you know what I mean? So... Mm -hmm. It's just like that's the only way that we're going to be able to pass on the baton. Mm -hmm. And 
that was how it was for Patty and Whitney and, and Gladys and all of our pioneers that are still here. They were able to pass on the baton to us because they had a platform. Radio was playing them. You would see them on, you know, whatever, BET. Mm -hmm. You'd see mm -hmm. them on these different shows and you know what I mean? But now, as soon as you hit a certain age, they're ready to write you off. Mm -hmm. They're ready to just like retire you, which is ridiculous. But, th but that's where I think like instead of Deborah reaching out to this generation, whatever, like it, it's a symbiotic relationship where everybody has to be reaching, mm -hmm. right? True. Like a lot of the, got, yeah. like a lot of the, I, I feel like I say microwavable artists, it's just like what's hot right now? What can I get out right now? There's the pressure of what's next, what's next, what's next? Instead of like creating life, like music that lasts forever. Like right. your music is gonna last forever. Whitney's yeah. music is gonna last forever. Faith Evans' music is gonna last forever. Mm -hmm. And I just I struggle sometimes. I think like Beyonce's barely getting into music that's gonna last a long time because we ain't gonna be seventy talking about bills, bills, bills. Keep paying my bills. And, well, you know that's I mean? Destiny's that's Child. It. That's different. That's not right. Beyonce. That's, Deborah, she was singing lead on the track. Those were also. I mean, those were classic songs in that time mm -hmm. too. Yeah. You know. What I, but I know I understand what you're saying. The style of it. Mm -hmm. The the type of soul music, but. Everything can't, we can't keep singing, you know what I mean, stuff from yesteryear. Is like, there, we have to keep growing. Is there Some anybody? songs you can keep singing. I mean, you can. <laughs> I mean, nobody's supposed keep... to be here. I look yeah, at somebody like, how did that. you get here? Yeah. Yeah. You gonna always ask a nigga next to you, like, how you get here? That okay. song's still good. Deborah, is there anybody, is there anybody yeah. that you love inside of the genre of R&B right now? Like, let me give you a suggestion. Okay. Another hometown hero, mm -hmm. Division. Have you heard mm -hmm. of them? DVSN? I have... Oh, you got to download their album okay. like, right, See, like right now. So much music. I can. Yes. I swear, so I can pass much, it all I mean, on okay, to you. Are you do. leading her on to somebody she's like, supposed wait, to like? On. But you, this is Melissa. Do you? Uh, I want to ask you who you like right now. Division. You got to like them. <laughs> no, she's good. No, you she's gave her, her suggestion. Okay, only reason I suggested them is or like brought them up is because they're also from Toronto. Also I'm sorry, I'm having a moment here. Okay, it's Clearly. very rare that I get like one of my hometown heroes here. So you know, um. But I mean, there's Summer Walker. There's Ari Lennox. Oh, like, no, I'm not even know, talking about so the ones that you people. hear about all the time because that's what we're talking about is mm -hmm. artistry that doesn't get discovered. Right. Like, you know, like uh, Xavier Omar. Right. He, yeah. You know who I'm talking yeah. about. Exactly. And He's, it's when you mention the name that I go, oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So, like, there's some there's some R&B artists that aren't really being talked about, yeah, like, you know, true. every single day and their music isn't played on the radio, you oh, know, yeah. but they're true artists. Mm -hmm. Like, I think their music will stand the test of time if it's ever heard. Right. You know. And that's what I mean. We just have to have platforms where we can get people to know and hear about all this great artistry and all these great musicians. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There does need to be like an R&B festival. Not saying there's not like, one, but right. like well, we have more. more. We yeah. need more. more. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and I wanted to mix the, the you know, the legends and the icons with some people that are young and promising, if it mm -hmm. makes sense. But I don't know, what is that space like? Is there a lot of love between the R&B community? How does that work? Like, um, you know, when, us, when we get a chance to see and meet each other, like I just did a photo shoot with um, Seven Streeter, Melanie Fiona, okay. Brandy. Mm -hmm. well, Brandy wasn't up. So in short, there's a, a concert coming up. Mm -hmm. um, Femme it forward, mm -hmm. and so we did this this cover shoot for it, and all of us were in the room. It was electric. It mm -hmm. was just inspiring, just to be around all these different ladies who have come up at different times in the business, and to hear each other's stories and to support each other. You know what I mean? That's when it happens. Mm -hmm. Is when we're, there's an opportunity at an award show 
or, Mm -hmm. you know, again, at some kind of function where we could actually get in the room together and we ain't got all the the middlemen and the the managers and Mm -hmm. this and all these gatekeepers that keep us artists away from each other, Mm. you know? So I think if there's more things that are curated where we can get, you know, into a room and just, and sing and just, you know, have a, have a moment where we can just, you know, share music and stuff, I think would be, it would be great. And you would see a lot more collaborations happening. Mm-hmm. One you time know? I criticized Sam Smith and I just used him as like the face of the com- the conversation. I just said, I feel like, uh, people don't like R&B music unless white people are singing it. Um, I mean, they get more support. I mean, <laughs> what, why is that? What, why? It's, it's the same thing that's been going on for decades. You know, unfortunately, the color of your skin, when it's of the lighter persuasion, you get the support for some reason, mm. you know. Um, and it's crazy because it's our music. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, we, you know, we know the origin of it, but it, I could sing um, a Sam Smith record and it won't get played. It'll sound, it'll, they'll, they'll, they'll have Urban all AC. these excuses. Yeah, they'll have all yep. these excuses why, you know, mm. stay with me. Why can't I sing that song? They'll probably try to mm-hmm. force Stay it in gospel. They'll just put it somewhere, yeah, exactly. anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, which is which is limiting. And that's the mm-hmm. problem that I have with these boxes. It's just, it's so limiting. And so I got frustrated and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to go and do something completely different. I got and went into Broadway and did all those different shows. I did Aida, I did Jekyll and Hyde, I did The Bodyguard. And it took me outside of the whole industry for a minute, which was great for me to just kind of regroup and figure out how to navigate again <laughs> through this new industry, mm-hmm. which is what it is now. It's completely different. It's right. completely new now. Damn. So, which, but it's new in a good way, yeah? Mm-hmm. Because now somebody of your stature can put out music, uh, quote-unquote, on their own mm-hmm. and feed direct to consumer, you know, give yeah. the music that your fans want directly with no one telling you what the people need to True. hear and stuff. So yes. I do feel like you've took a hiatus, well, I wouldn't say a hiatus, but a route around for it to come back to exactly where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. It's good, a good, good time yeah. right now for music. It is a good time. I think because we have, like you said, that we, we have that engagement with our audience and social media has helped a lot. I was just about to ask, are you lot. active? Or like a- I am. I am now. Okay. <laughs> I used to have a love-hate relationship with it. Like, oh, God, I feel like I'm doing this shit all the time, (laughs) Mm -hmm. always on the phone, you know, but (laughs) now you kind of have to be, it's great because you get that feedback right away. You know, when people are feeling a song, when they're not feeling a song, you can test out music without putting out all this money to go and and then you don't, you realize that it's not a hit. So now you can just, you know, test it out if they like it, Mm. if they want to hear more of it, you know, but I feel like, but I feel like with this new age of digital media, because even though our company is like really big on social and we we look at numbers every day, literally there's our people are texting right now in a group, (laughs) how many people are on the site right now. And and you do get consumed with it. But I feel like if you found a pianist, do you play the piano? I don't. Okay. If you found a pianist and just sang covers in your way of the shit that's out now, people would be like, this is way better than that. I wow. think. I, I think. It all depends, I guess, 
on the people, the song. Mm. I mean, there's so many factors. How can you just generalize things like that? I, because I'm listening <laughs> to the music. <laughs> it's just like gospel music. Like right now, I'm on the Andrea Johnson, but you right. know, I love like Karen Clark Sheardon and the Clark Sisters. Are that's music to me. Mm-hmm. So right. some of this other stuff that pops up, I'm like, okay, I like Tasha Cobb. I like certain people, but I like vocalists. People you like can, what you like. Yeah, don't, if you yeah. have to put like a ton of Melodyne on it or a ton of whatever right. that other little machine. Mm-hmm. What's that stuff uh, called? Um, I know what you don't you know, like the auto tune. She don't know because she don't use it. <laughs> you're right about that. Yeah, I you got to use auto tune and melodyne, and you, you got to be in a small little confined space with a light, and you got all this extra shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're not in my iPhone, iPad, my iTunes. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Well, listen, switching gears, Jason mm-hmm. does this show called Problematic, okay? Right. Where he picks these, you know, celebrities or trending <laughs> topics or people who are problematic. problematic. You probably won't get an episode because you are like the least. No, listen. Problem- I've been told. Mm. I've been told can no PR be done. <laughs> I've been told by a by a public um, by a PR person that I don't have enough drama in my life. Mm-hmm. You really don't. I no, mean, you well, married oh, your oh. high school sweetheart. No, it's so funny because huh? before she came in the room, I'm like, okay, so What's what drama she got? What yeah. She said she's the least <laughs> drama. R&B least problematic. Star. That's like, the yes. problem. Period. No. Yes. But but it shouldn't be that way, but it is I those times. Is. I'm yes. like, has she had an affair? Is she she's been married to her high school sweetheart? You've been married to your high you're, school you're sweetheart. Perfect. So you're, I can give it. I am not perfect. Mom I, of I three have kids. a lot of I have a lot of imperfections that I've learned mm. to not let anybody know about because that's if once people know your imperfections. Mm-hmm. Then they will just use that shit against you. So oh, yeah, no. nobody knows what that yeah. is. But I love that you said shit three times in this interview, which means that th- th- that's probably the only curse word. That's not even a curse yeah. word. But yeah, I know. I'm very. Uh, I'm also not. Um, I'm just. I can be conservative, very conservative, mm-hmm. and I kind. And I came up in a time where it was about. Being classy, you didn't say certain things. You don't mm-hmm. chew gum. I swear to God, she's like my soul <laughs> yeah, we're sister. We're Canadian souls. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I feel like there's like there's a template, and it's pretty much you know again the people we've named mm-hmm. who have been able to have successful careers in music without not knocking the people that have to twerk or be naked every day. I right. mean, you know, your it's your voice, and I just I don't know. I, I hope we get back to that. I hope so too. I mean, I think we are kind of back at a place because everything has been so exposed and so out there that I think people are like, can we just have yeah. a little bit uh, less of, <laughs> you know, can you just not show it all? I think the the, the mystique and the mystery um, has come back. I mm. think there are people that want to, mm. you know, they don't want to know everything. Mm. Yeah. How have you been able to balance being a mom and a wife and being Deborah Cox? At the same um, time. And I've been getting that question a lot lately. I mean, three um, kids is no... It's, it's no joke. Yo, we do have I have a dog. Time. She's a lot, okay? Yes. The so third one. That's I the, couldn't imagine. The third one is a number. <laughs> what ages are they? Yeah. Uh, my son is 16. Okay. My daughter's 13. Oof. And my youngest daughter just turned 11. Oh, oh it's all still fairly young. So mm-hmm. it's all fairly young. Like son young. got a car. I get, son's I get driving sad now. because, oh God, and you should see us <laughs> on, yeah, I put us on, on, on Insta story sometimes and I'm just like, this is so weird to see this kid driving me. And I said, son, I can't get used to it. He's like, mom, you're too nervous. You do. I said, I can't handle it. It's too much. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm at that age and I literally was just FaceTiming my daughter who is, just freaking out about this corona thing. And I'm like, I'm okay. I'm in Starbucks. See, baby, I just got my Starbucks. I'm okay. I have my my garlic pills. Did you wipe off everything? To, yeah. Did I you? wiped off everything. You, yeah. you know, just 
technology has made it easier mm-hmm. to stay connected. Mm-hmm. And so I do that quite a, quite a bit. You know, I'm always texting or whatever or on FaceTime. Um, I try to prioritize the mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing for me. And you guys live out here? No, I live no. in Florida. In Florida, okay. Yeah, I lived out here for eight years, mm-hmm. and then when I wanted to start a family and kind of chill, it was like, we need to find a place that's yeah. back on the, the East Coast, thing. but warm. Well, but mm-hmm. God yeah. bless you for finding him in high yeah. school, because yeah. let me tell you something. My <laughs> dating pool is a waiting pool oh. right now. <laughs> Dating pool is a waiting pool. Uh, it's a series. Wait, I'm starting it. It's going to be based wait, on my every time, every time on Hollywood Unlocked, there's a really crazy, wild, out of control story. The person's from Florida. <laughs> I don't know what it is it's about like Florida. It's like northern Florida, though. What is happening? Like, yeah. It's like yes, northern exactly. Florida. exactly. Make that clear. Jacksonville. Bro, it's always Florida. North Florida. It's always northern Florida. I don't know. It'd be Florida. I can I can <laughs> almost look. As soon as I roll over to Hollywood, I'm go, that person from Florida. <laughs> that person. Scroll down. <laughs> Scroll down. Oh so has there ever been like a... Like an R and B beef with like a you see a Tony Braxton like bitch don't come over here like you ever like ever like was there ever were you ever mistreated like I'm gonna say that on no I have not I have been mistreated absolutely I've been disrespected really I have been um, talked about. Tell me what Tamia did. What <laughs> Tamia did? Oh, people. Friend, you think Tamia is so stop. sweet? I know yes, Shantae like... Moore did something. What did Shantae do? <laughs> oh my God. I am not going to air out nothing. You ain't going to hear nothing from me. Talk but about no, a virus. but I, I don't, I'm, I've always been the kind of person that shake, shakes it off. I don't, I don't dwell in it and I don't, I don't engage in it. So mm-hmm. I've had my, I've had moments and so I would just block. Lock that person and just go on stage and out sing them, <laughs> and then look over at them there like, you go. "Get that, your bars that, up." Bitch. You said it. You said it. <laughs> I mean, really, that's right? It. That's what you do when you look at like you a group like it. In Vogue, and they just couldn't. Oh, killing it doesn't. But they they broke up. Those I mean, my like, girl. I need I all mean, four Cindy Max Terry. Like four. I need all. Yeah, I, I refuse to entertain. <laughs> whatever is. Going I like on Rona. Now. Happy yeah. birthday or whatever. But. They're dope. Stop. You need to stop. Look, there's so many dynamics that happen in these groups. People have no idea what this industry can mm-hmm. do to mm-hmm. break great situations apart. You know what I mean? I think that's a part um, that's that, that it's sad because when, once you're a fan of somebody or of a group or something, and then you hear about all the drama and stuff, it changes the whole perspective. And, you know, you know, you could lose, you know, the love mm. for them because of all the crazy, but you don't know what caused that crazy? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So just. Well, when you look at what the just, Grammys did to Lettucey and put it, or Oscars, whatever, put pull Lettucey on through Beyonce, and we know what that is. On what? You remember when she uh, sung, what was it, Selma, from Selma? Uh, let, yeah, I remember. Oh, Lettucey, yeah. She had sung that song. Like, it was Lettucey's song, and then Beyonce performed it, I think, at the Grammys or the Oscars. And Lettucey just fell back and didn't say anything. And I texted her like, girl, I'd have been out there. But you know, again. Oh, so oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but See? that was I think I think that was like a color. I mean, a color or popularity thing. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it this is Beyonce. Beyonce. This I do love Lettucey. I love Lettucey. I love Lettucey. Yeah, she's no, dope. She's Listen, everything. I've seen her not just do what she does on stage, but that woman. She can sing. Can sing. She can act. Down and, and act. Mm-hmm. And I've, yeah, she she did a workshop for. Um, <clears throat> I won't name it. I, I can't say anything, but. Anyway, she did a workshop. So as a as an artist, like as a as a, a singer who can do like musical theater, mm-hmm. she can switch it 
and do all of that mm. as well. Well, have you, have you thought about doing like a master class? I mean, because oh, you know, I would absolutely do it. Yeah, yeah. but you could do it online. You, he yeah. just created a what whole series that? where he's showing people how to get into broadcasting okay. and this and that. Mm-hmm. You need to you need yeah, to show right. her. Give you, me I more got you. Work. you could, no, but you could. It's, do it. it's, it's work, but it's, it's worth work. it. And, yeah, and right. I think people of your 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 um, that's where you at. You know, you have the credit benefit for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Listen. Noted. Noted. Because people could just rent it all over the. They could buy it all over the world. So if they right. pay five hundred dollars for a course or a thousand dollars for a course, they could buy it anywhere in the world. You have fans everywhere. Right. Right. But yeah. more than the money, playing, you're helping we, people now, yes. the right way. Forget all that. We want ten percent. Line it up. No. That's hysterical. More than anything, you know, I feel like people that's in this industry need the guidance, and Absolutely. you know, and that's why a lot of times you might not get the respect or you know whatever it is. Yeah. That's, you're able to personally give yeah. that touch and help the next generation. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's how You're you right be able to mentor that. on a large exactly. scale. I mean, you using... got the gay community already. Yeah. You got oh, our people. Yeah. We love yeah, yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. Could um, you I... imagine someone making it and then they're saying, you know, I, I learned from Deborah Cox. You know, right. it's a different kind of feeling. True, yeah. true. Yeah. Okay, so you're a Canadian, so you have a philanthropic spirit. Yes. Um, and it says that some of your latest moves are activism. So what are some of the charitable causes that are near and dear to your heart? Oh, my. So many. Mm. I mean, I just... Um, I mean, you know, AIDS-related stuff, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, stuff dealing with, uh, you know, transgender. I just mm-hmm. did something with the Treasure Project, uh, Trevor Project. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really about just constantly keeping, um, you know, the 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 emphasis on authenticity. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't think that I think now it's coming. That conversation is now coming to the forefront, but it has always been something that has been. Um, I, I guess people are scared to just talk about being real, mm-hmm. being their real, true, authentic self, and that includes transgender. And mm-hmm. I think now the conversation for me, because I've been doing so much in the LGBTQ community, um, AIDS is not as much of a conversation, but it's this idea of transgender who is transgender what is transgenderism what is what is all of that how mm-hmm. do you figure out what and who do you love you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so i've been moving a lot more into that conversation and just kind of helping people to figure out figure that out mm-hmm. you know what, loving unconditionally what do you think about um how Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union are oh, raising their that daughter? is could you imagine? I mean, I'm looking at it from a, from a perspective of being a mother. Mm-hmm. How could you look at your child and in their eyes, and how can you deny what they're feeling in mm-hmm. their soul? You know what I mean? Like how, you're that you're playing God at that point if you're going to pass judgment on them and make them feel, and you're not allowing them to be who they really are. And so I would never, ever want my my child to feel, you know, not loved by me because they feel like they can't be their authentic self. Like, mm-hmm. that would just kill me and crush me. And so I I applaud um, Duane and Gabrielle. I mean, their whole family dynamic is really, really complex. Mm-hmm. And they have just been, you know, so supportive and championing her uh, decision, you know, and I mean, I think the first experience that I had hearing about that kind of thing was I met this little girl who um, knew when she was very, very uh, young. Her name was Jasmine, Jazz, mm-hmm. and uh, I met her years ago, 
And, um, and she transitioned. I met, I met her when she was a boy and then when she transitioned. And she knew then who she was. Mm-hmm. She was so solid in her, in knowing who she was mm-hmm. that I just couldn't deny, like, this this girl knows that she's a girl inside. She was born in the wrong body. Yeah, we've had know? we've had three uh, three guests on the show that are transgendered. Right. Uh, two, um, one that was born a girl, um, transitioned into a boy, and um, two in the reverse. And that was always my first question of like, how old were you when you knew or got that feeling that you were born into the wrong body? And Sydney Starr said she was like six mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm right. not sure what T.S. said, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've I'm of like mind of you as you, you know, like just as a parent, like, you know, as, as a, as a, yeah, I mean, just some, just somebody watching, like I've, I'm proud of Gabrielle and Dwayne for yeah. handling it. So, you know, in such a dignified fashion, yeah. well, what I loved about, um, cause when I ran into, uh, Dwayne and, and Gabrielle at all star, mm-hmm. I said to her, I said, Hey, you know, I said to both of them, I said, I really applaud you for how you're standing for your daughter. It's not the easiest thing to do, especially you being an NBA star in this whole testosterone world of, yeah. basketball and you as the step stepmom yeah. you know and yeah. and Gabrielle could have said anything she said um well we don't know everything and we're trying to get it right but if you ever see us not doing something right please tell us oh wow i was like okay That's you know yeah. but that comes from a place i think of um, not tolerance, but acceptance of who your kid acceptance, is and just yeah. love for your child and wanting mm-hmm. to be the best parent you can to support them. She's a them. Scorpio, so she's going to <laughs> love fiercely. <laughs> there was a story um, years ago um, growing up when this was like crazy. Um, this, I think, was the first time I'd ever heard about this this idea of someone being born with the wrong genitalia. Mm-hmm. And it was a doctor who... Some of these kids were being born with... Two hermaphrodites, yes, uh-huh. and the doctor chose which one that the, they kept. Yes, wow. So, could you imagine being one of those kids who, you know, who who the gender was chosen the gender for was them, chosen for them, based and then the doctor on whatever? Cha- yeah, yeah. Wow. And I, and I think wow. acceptance happens when people start to learn that the world is much bigger than what what they're yes. going through. You know, like yeah. it's multi layered and yeah. Okay, so talk to us about influence over at BET. Oh, influences on BET Plus. BET Plus. So it's on. The, it's streaming. Okay. So I um I got offered this role to play Savannah, who is this award winning songstress who um that's my middle name is is it Savannah? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Connection. <laughs> <laughs> so she um long story short, it's a it's like a legal thriller, and um she is accused of killing her husband. My husband is Anthony Hamilton, mm. and um, we didn't have a lot of scenes together, but um I just gotta say it was it was. Wait, he was your husband. He's my husband. Wait, in, in you didn't the have movie. a lot of scenes together because you killed him. <laughs> Damn! Wait, no, wait, she's accused of killing I'm accused him. Accused of murder. So yes. we don't know if she killed. We don't him. know. She yeah. did that shit. You have to see. <laughs> he's Savannah a sweetheart. Has, uh, yeah, Anthony's cool. a sweetheart. Yeah. And so funny. A mm-hmm. lot of people don't know that funny side, but he's yeah. hilarious. But it's a really great cast. It was um, uh, Roger Genev Smith, mm. uh, Kalita Smith, uh, Gary Dorden, uh, Columbus Short. Um, I mean, it's a nice. Solid cast. Did you ever on break with Columbus say, how super hit? Listen, our first... <laughs> I was just waiting for Jason to say first, something. I was my waiting. first day was our... We had a, a, a very, uh, you know, it was a very 
interesting scene together. But um, wait, but it was I love super scene? cool. Yeah, I you, you got to see the movie. I would have disinfected just, him oh down. Oh my gosh, you're so <laughs> Oh, Deborah, I would have gave you some gloves, a mask. I'd have, I'd have, oh my I'd have God. got some Clorox wipes and wiped that he ass down. He was super cool. There ain't nothing wrong and with Columbus. And dope act. Listen, talented. And the whole cast was solid, solid. Besides my book, my own book, I've never sat down in one sitting and read an entire book except for Superheads. So after reading that book, if you have to do a love scene... I've never read it. No, but you ain't missing that. You're no, saving brain cells. Okay. <laughs> Melissa, you know. Her first one? Yeah. Oh, she mentioned? Two? There's more. No, no, I'm just Three. saying... Three. And it. she's trying to write another one. No, I'm just saying I sat and read it in the mall. Just I Yeah, no, I get it. Read it. It, was, it, was, it, was, it was torrid. Yes. Oh my God. So, would you ever write a tell all about, like, you have to write a tell all about these girls? She got married to her high school sweetheart. <laughs> no, I know, but look. A tell all? I mean, I would, I would, I would absolutely talk about my life and yeah. some of the things that have happened to me in the industry. It's your truth. Who was evil to me. And, Ooh. Yeah, there were some that. juicy moments. Seriously. I would absolutely. Drop the book. No, <laughs> drop the book. Drop it. And then I say that today and tomorrow I'll be like, no. <laughs> Speak, speaking of dropping the book, um, R. Kelly hopefully ain't dropping the soap. What do you think about like the whole R. Kelly scandal, Robert? Like, listen, you, I mean, you know, you've been in the industry for minutes. Abuse you know. is abuse, and you know the law will take care of it. I mean, you cannot get away with like Harvey Weinstein, all that stuff. Mm. You, you know, your karma is something. Mm. Were you it comes a, back? Were you a fan of you. his before? You know, in the years before all this I came went out, tour when, with it. yeah. Okay. Oh, you were on tour, Arkell? Yeah. yeah. Really? Okay. It was so. myself. Um, Aaliyah? It was, no, no. I myself. Oh, my God. But it was a very interesting lineup. <laughs> it was myself. Uh, I think it was, I can't remember. 3LW? I just remember, the, you know, the promoters ended up, um, you know what? That'll be in the book. Okay. Promoters okay. ended up that? saying, this motherfucker's book. crazy. We can't do <laughs> they this always anymore. used to say, Deborah, we love your crew. You guys are so cool. So nice. <laughs> Every single venue we went into. Because they were the same <laughs> ones. We were the same and everybody ones. else was crazy. Oh, my you God. Know, but, but she could have saved herself from Robert. All she had to do was put outside her dressing room, you have to be this old to ride this ride. I he would have never, never seen him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we, never, we would never see him anyway. See, oh, there you go. R. Kelly, Boxy Brown, Buster Rhymes, Deborah Cox, team up for tour. Oh, that's see, it's yeah, I heard he had like a, it's no, I heard he had like a cold beer or whatever when he would perform, and everybody had to like leave the hallways. And yeah. It was like yeah, this whole... Yeah, you couldn't look at him. Yeah, yeah you can't look at really? him. Really? It was a lot. There was a memo that went out. Yeah, that's insane. This is what I'm saying about this. People industry, said this man. though like, publicly. And people did like, come on, it's not. It's just not that deep. With people's like, eccentricities, and I use that term. You have a lot of them. loosely. You know, does it affect your love of their music? Like, for, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I've, yes. Yeah, I'm same. Like, oh no. Yes. I lose my desire to I, listen mine, to their too. music anymore. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Because Hashtag the music is deep. Like music is deep for mm -hmm. me. Like. If you're singing about something and then I find out that there's another thing that was happening and then I'll listen to those lyrics again. And they take I on will, a different context. And they context. take on a different... Me yeah, exactly. They take on a different context. AJ, nothing but a number. Mm, that That's why I can't really listen to Robert no more, man. You have somebody remind you of a Jeep. <laughs> you want to ride so, it. Ain't nothing wrong with that a little That being grand. said. Yeah. Well, listen, we love you. So music-wise, what's next? What's next? More music. 
Um, I'm in the studio with Rico Love. We hey, love Rico. Love. Yeah, Rico's dope. Now, Rico, they should have fired the girl over at the Grammys, though. I told him myself. They should, I like Did you her. say that? Yeah, I told him. He said, I said, when you going to come on the show? He was like, uh, yeah. I said, because you know you put that girl out. <laughs> you know, but I like Rico. I like, he's on, yeah. the, he's on the board at yeah. the Grammys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've been, we've, the new single, Easy Way, check it out, check it out, um, is already, you know, it's already streaming. We got, it's up on YouTube and everything. So we're finishing up the album as we speak. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in Miami. We're all there. We're, you know, in there when we can because there's so much going on. Um, but I'm, I, this would be the first time I'm working with one producer that is overseeing everything. Mm-hmm. So he is um, and that's Rico. the executive producer. Rico. Nice. Yeah, and also writing and contributing. He's so... But he, he's talented, he's talented and just smart. gifted, like yeah. very, like just amazing, amazing music comes from him and different types of music, not just the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, and really finds a way to connect with you to help tell your story. So I love that. I'm going to tell Rico, Deborah Cox had more courage than you to come on our show. <laughs> Rico. Mm-hmm. No, but we yeah. appreciate um, you coming Thank up here. You. Yes. I've always you. enjoyed you. Thank you so much. And anybody who can it. sing and get the gay community behind them, yes. like, for years. And they have been there solid, like, un, unconditional. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what project I was doing, if I did Broadway, if I did jazz, if I did R&B, if I did dance. And not just, just black gays. You got it. the white gays. Everybody. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you ever done the white party in Palm Springs? Oh, yeah. How you many right? times have I? Okay. I just did, the, was it 25th anniversary? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I figured. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we love you. Come back anytime. Thank you so much. All right. We're out of here. Peace. Thank you. (laughs) Bye, everybody. What up, YouTube? Thank you for watching this reckless show. Yeah, and hit that subscribe button, and don't forget to hit the notification bell. And also, don't forget to share and leave a comment, because we are reading.